Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The opinions, the panel. Jamie Wall and Sam Ackerman join us this morning uh, on the back of a remarkable weekend in terms of cricket anyway. We're going to lose the test match. I think that's uh, pretty much uh, fait accompli. But uh, Jamie Wall, we got very, something very special, something perhaps uh, we didn't think we'd see in our lifetime. We saw Hadley with nine for... Uh, Ajaz with 10 for. Where does it rank for you? Oh, good morning, guys. Uh, yeah, it's, it's up there. And um, to be perfectly honest, I'm, I'm happy to defer to your opinion, Smithy, on, on this one because you obviously had a very good view of the last the, the last best test bowling figures that, that someone had. And, uh, you know, if you're rating it as, as the highest uh, achievement, then you know, I'm happy to go along with that. Um, couple, I mean... For me, up until this point, I think, uh, and, and it's been echoed throughout the morning by by your people texting in. I mean, for me, you know, the feats of our middle distance runners uh, at the Olympics over the years is is the ones that have stood out for me as the as as our greatest sporting achievements, um, just because of the openness of that, that those events. You know, Lovelock, Snell, Helberg, and and John Walker, and the fact that New Zealand's managed to have such a such an amazing presence in those in those events, but but yeah, uh, it's an incredible. It was incredible to watch uh, AJ uh, Patel um, pick up all of those all of those wickets. Uh, you know, and it's just seemed kind of interesting because as soon as he sort of got about four, uh, the first four in a row, people started to tweak like, oh, he's on to ten here, you know, because no one else is really doing anything on that pitch and. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think uh, I think you know. Unfortunately, it's going to be always talked about as uh, a performance that was then backed up by one of the worst batting performances of all time and, and a crushing defeat. Uh, but um, hopefully, that that will fade away in time, and um, and we can talk about it the way we talk about the way the time Lance Kins hit six sixes at the MCG and we only remember the good bits uh, and maybe Nathan Nesson's mm-hmm. 222 as well you know we just just remember the good bits we can focus on the 10 yeah there's the Brennan McCallum's 300 as well that you can throw into the cricketing club uh, as well but uh, Sam Ackerman uh, I, I'm not sure he bowled better than Richard Hadley but at the end of the day it is the greatest achievement because you cannot get better than 10 yeah, and look, statistically, it, it works in the favourite. And to do it in India um, as a player who's... Uh, the story he has to tell... Sir Richard Hadley, with the greatest respect, was already well on the way to being um, regarded as our, our greatest ever at the time he achieved. What was, uh, everyone knew that he was something special by that stage of his career. Whereas I don't think everyone would have... If you, I'd asked you um, a, a year ago or six months ago... The news, a bowler is going to take 10 wickets in a test match, where would um, Mr. Patel be on that list? Probably not that high. So to achieve what he has, uh, the weight he's gone through to get there, the story of being able to do it in the uh, the city he was born in where he left at 
eight years old, become a uh, New Zealander and, and dream of playing for the Black Caps. Um, all the the whole story adds up to something pretty special, uh, and one that he's it catapulted him into the uh, not just the annals of history, but the, now he, he tells a story of anyone playing cricket out there. And we've all been there in the backyard or playing at um, club level as a young young fella. Anyone who wanted to be a cricketer, you dreamed of you know emulating Hadley or being those people or, or taking the the winning wicket and I'm going to say even as a kid I don't think I even allowed myself to dream in my in my imaginary world that I was taking 10 wickets in the innings I mean it's, mm. it's insane so uh, an amazing achievement um, and look Brendan McCullum's 300 is, is, as we know, it's unparalleled in the batting stakes and amazing. Um, but we always knew that Brendan McCullum had that in him if the stars aligned. So it's, it's a completely different uh, achievement. And for one, I think, speaks to the New Zealand underdog and the anyone can do it and roll up your sleeves if you try hard enough, if you believe in yourself opportunity. So it's special to me uh, in, in that regard. And it goes along with those uh, the wins that were completely against the odds rather than just uh, great achievements. I think of uh, the Kiwis winning the World Cup and Rugby League and these things that people didn't think would realistically happen. Even though you're in there in the contest and it can, uh, no one really thought this could ever happen. And uh, Jamie's right, it's, it's backed up by a, a dismal batting performance afterwards, but I, I, I get the feeling that in years to come, people will remember the stats and less about the test. And I feel it's the same way with, uh, with Richard Hadley's amazing figures too. Yeah, I think you're probably right, actually. Uh, both of you in that regard, I'll... Uh, I'll just get you to stay with us. We've got a quick news break. When I come back, um, I'll ask you the question, uh, both of you, uh, should that guarantee him selection in the next test? I, I mean, it's only 14 wickets after all. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I don't know. I, I, it's an interesting one that um, uh, Mike Hessen came up with a no straight away. So uh, we'll get your opinions too. Thanks, Jamie Wall, Sam Ackerman, uh, very shortly. Talk, big opinions, the panel. Sam Ackerman, Jamie Wall with us this morning. Yes, Jamie, just picking up on that point I made uh, prior to the news, uh, can you imagine any other sport where you have a world-class history-making performance and you're not considered for the next uh, time your team runs out? Uh, and, and that is a real possibility because of the way we play the game in this country. It's, it's quite staggering. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Um, I, I definitely thinking about this one because I mean you know if I was in charge I mean he could, he could do whatever he wants he could open the batting if he, if he, if he so chose but um, I guess I guess that uh, it comes down to what this what this pitch is going to be looking like on, on New Year's Day you know and um, and whether you know what, what what gives the Black Caps the best chance of winning and um, I, I don't think it's going to surprise too many cricket people if, if AJS doesn't actually uh, get picked um, for the next game because it's not the sort of game where you want to take in a, a specialist spinner or that, that time of year where you want to do that. Um, but I think I think um, one thing, I mean, from the from the last batting performance is, uh, you know, he, he's actually, he's probably pretty handy with the with the bat, so they can, they can look at that, that aspect of his game, um, because the rest of those guys aren't, aren't really showing up. Uh, but but yeah, it is something that is quite unique um, to cricket. Uh, I, like you said, I can't really think of any other other sport where that that, that might happen. But like like I said, it's, it just comes down to the pitch, uh, really, and then, and what's going to give us the best chance of winning. Sad indictment, almost, uh, really, Sam, isn't it? In some sort of way, here this here's this uh, young man now who you know I hope that a lot of kids are thinking about. Gee, I want to be Ajaz Patel all of a sudden. I want to get ten wickets. I want to be like him. I want to bowl spin. Uh, and now they're not going to even probably see him bowl at home. 
And then there'll be some uh, there'll be some batsmen who haven't exactly showered themselves in glory um, on this tour who will be um, walking into positions uh, because they're still considered the uh, top of the tree. I, I'd play him. I, I, I would um, say that that he um, first of all he used to be a fast bowler, right? So he can mix it up. He can <laughs> get out there and change him. You, you need you need to give a guy with that kind of momentum um, that kind of run. I also think that it sends uh, well it sends the right message that you're trying to win every test match. And I say this with the greatest respect because they have earned a lot of respect in my eyes and uh, in the last few years. Uh, it's, Bang- it's Bangladesh. It's, we're not playing Australia at home. Um, and I think just finding out how how a guy who has that kind of confidence at that level, knowing he can roll an entire Indian team by himself, uh, could go bowling in conditions where he is used to playing in um, and at home. So I, I would absolutely play him. Um, I understand that You've got to be selective with your choices. But look, you're talking to a guy who would also pick Neil Wagner in every test just for the sake he's Neil Wagner, and I know he would never put in anything less than 250%. So uh, I'm, Mike Hesson knows a little bit more about cricket than me, uh, just a smidge. Um, so I, I take his word uh, on it uh, above mine, but there's no way in, in God's green earth I wouldn't be picking him. OK, Sam, um, here, let's look at the other end of the spectrum, which is the batting. Uh, and uh, where do you sit with uh, Ross Taylor? Are we romantic? Are we saying, uh, look, he's uh, done great things for us over a long period of time. This is a glitch. Uh, he deserves um, more chances at home. He was given not much of an uh, opportunity as far as a warm-up goes, um, so that is to be, in my mind, somewhat considered. Uh, but he, he certainly, that's, we haven't seen the Ross Taylor we know, have we, on this tour? So uh, I think that he will probably get a, um, a, a crack at the start of the summer, uh, but we need to see a, a delivery um, from him. There is a lot of great batsmen now, uh, solid batsmen with a lot of experience who can um, step into the breach. We don't need to rely on um, performance solely of um, of Ross Taylor and, and Kane Williamson as we have in the past. I mean, Daryl Mitchell wasn't in the team and he comes up with with half centuries, right, when he comes in to replace Williamson. So that's the uh, the confidence that you can have in what there is to play. There has been an aberration uh, and a terrible one of that um, so far in this test match. But I would give um, Ross Taylor a run um, just because you know that he has the ability to deliver and certainly at home. So um, I'd, I can't think of anyone that I would put in ahead of him definitively as a short answer, Smithy. OK, Sam, and, and you, Jamie, because... Um uh, we're talking about a guy who is uh, quite clearly always going to be in our all-time 11. Uh, and we can draw Absolutely. parallels, I guess, across to uh, one or two, Jamie, across to one or two All Blacks at the result of that uh, recent UK uh, tour. Uh, are we hanging in with those guys just for the heck of it? Um, or do we need to be realistic about it or, or make a big call? Or is the big call to keep Taylor going? Yeah, yeah, you did right. There is a parallel there, uh, and that it's something that we're going to have to have a good, hard think about over summer. Um, I echo what Sam said. I think that you know he's going to get another chance when they come back to play here, uh, and he, he's good enough that he could just bust out another double century in that in that test. Like, I, I certainly believe that he can because his his class is certainly permanent, while his form right now might not be. But then at the same time, you look at that. The, the last few days of um, the Black Caps with the bat, and he's he's in good company. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that there, there isn't really anyone anyone there that I would I would particularly, you know, is screaming out to be picked ahead of Ross Taylor. Uh, so I think that uh, he, he's definitely got this summer to to prove us to prove us wrong. 
Um, but yeah, you're right about uh, drawing a comparison with the All Blacks, um, just simply because you know at some stage he is going to have to get. Uh, he's either going to leave on his own terms or have to get sh- shuffled on, and um, that's certainly what the Foster are worrying about uh, right now. Uh, are we, um, Jamie? I'm not quite sure. I've, I've spoken to you since uh, uh, too much about the, the rugby side of things, but um, now that we, we've over the knee-jerk reaction to the last two weeks of that tour, are you, in all honesty, expecting any changes uh, in those areas that matter around the, the coaching department? Uh, Will there be a victim? Uh, it's, it's hard to say right now. I mean, I think that, you know, NZ Rugby definitely you know, put the, beat the house on, on Foster and he's assembled that team around him. So to start tinkering with what he's, he's done uh, would be, you know, uh, it would be seen to be counterproductive. Um, uh, I read uh, something the other day about perhaps bringing in uh, a more old, uh, more experienced head just to sort of, um, you know, give a bit of guidance to the players and perhaps a non-coaching role, which which I think, you know, has a bit of merit. But then at the same time, it, it, it feels like, well, they, you got to remember that NZ Rugby spent 300 grand um, buying Brad Moore out of his contract with, with Scarlet's. And uh, to, just to bring him back to be the assistant coach uh, as, the, as the attack coach. And that's the one thing, and despite you like scoring all those tries, you know, it's the one thing that let them down in those, in those last couple of games. And it's really evident that they've, you know, they're struggling um, to, to keep, to, to deal with, uh, you know, the improved defences of the, of the Northern Hemisphere. And so I think that if they would let him go, there'd be some serious questions to be asked about why they even got him back in the first place. So I don't know. I don't know if there's enough of a resolve by them to make themselves look um, look stupid in that regard. Okay, let's um, just try and change the subject, uh, if I can, Sam, with you. Uh, and uh, probably the worst pun in the history of broadcasting here. But does Bathurst spin your wheels? <laughs> I don't mind me some Bathurst. I'm far from a petrol head. I don't, I don't hang off uh, every race, but um, uh, Bathurst is appointment viewing in our house. Uh, we have some shoddily painted walls um, in one of our old joints that someone um, unfortunately inherited when we sold it because we were uh, shoveling the TV around side to side as we reached walls and kind of craning our neck one way and slapping a, a paintbrush the other. Um, so, yeah, I, we, we're certainly there. We were watching it. Um, my, uh, my two uh, eldest, my lads, were, uh, were transfixed by it and asking a million questions during the uh, through the background and if my my son may be eight years old but he's very sick of safety cars I can tell you that um, he <laughs> blew up every time one came out uh, but he did, we, we didn't mind the echidna break he thought that was quite cool um, it was a, another great example of, of what makes it special. The broadcast of it has something um, electric mm. to it. Uh, there's an excitement level, and yeah, we can say something's artificial, uh, much like any kind of event that gets overhyped, where you know Phil Gould will say any tackle and say origin tackle. That's an origin tackle. That's an origin, whatever. Uh, it was a little bit overblown, but they they pull it off. It, it's a great watch. Um, it's something can drift in and out of um, throughout the day, and being you know it's a shame to watch Shane Van Gisbergen uh, get his opportunity taken away. Uh, the way it did, but uh, he ran another great race, and I suppose we had to let the Aussies win another Bathurst at some point before they got disinterested, didn't we? We've been on top for so long now, so uh, it was another good example. We do watch Bathurst. Uh, we don't um, sink the same amount of piss that we used to um, with the children around. Um, just, 
example setting and uh, the fact that they um, will take advantage of any opportunity they see. So uh, it was a uh, another thoroughly enjoyable bathurst for us. Yeah, uh, cool. Uh, thanks very much, fellas, for your uh, review of the weekend. Um, maybe we can talk to you uh, in 10 days' time when the Black Caps say this test for the next two days, and that would uh, be right up there uh, with AJ's Patel's performance, I think, almost as history-making.